I'm joined now by RNZ business editor Giles Beckford. Kia ora, Giles. A genetic firm has lifted its profits. Kia ora to you, Charlotte. Yes, before that, though, a brief statement from Precinct Properties, uh, the owner of the building at the centre of this morning's fatal shooting incident in Auckland. It's extended its deepest condolences to the families of the victims of the tragedy and it's expressed its appreciation for the efforts of the emergency services. It's making no other comment. And so to the Livestock Improvement Corporation, which has posted a modest rise in full-year profit as demand for its genetics and herd improvement services have increased. Net profit was up 2% to $27.4 million, with revenue rising 5% to $276 million, although its underlying earnings, which exclude changes in the value of its bulls and other one-off costs, were down nearly 8%. Chief Executive David Chin says it's a solid result in what's becoming a challenging environment, but it's down to farmer demand for the best genetics, herd management and production from decreasing number of animals. What we see is that farmers are very focused on breeding better cows and more efficient cows and that's a sweet spot for um, us at Livestock Improvement. We've invested really heavily into our genomics program and it's um, now really paying dividends. Our bull teams keep improving year on year and farmers uh, are really seeing the benefits of that and are um, making those investments and they're seeing it with, with the cows that they're milking each year. David Chin says a key area of their research is now to breed cattle with lower e- methane emissions. LIC being a cooperative is paying out a dividend uh, totaling $23.3 million to its members. The housing market showing more signs of improvement with falling supply and rising demand looking to put a floor under prices. The property research firm CoreLogic says house sales in June were up 17% on a year ago. That's a second consecutive monthly rise. Chief property economist Kelvin Davidson says he's expecting a continued upturn in the market, although it does start from a low base. A fair way to go yet to get back to some kind of normality, but we are seeing sales rise. That's eating into listings that will tend to create some price pressure You know, over the next sort of coming one to two months. So it does look like the, the signs are building for that turning point, and, and that's consistent with peak for mortgage rates, high net migration, a strong labour market, uh, loosening in the LVR rules, these types of things. Well, Kelvin Davidson says would-be sellers are still cautious, but the market overall could be classified as favouring buyers. A proposal to address unfair tax on people receiving lump sum payments from ACC is being hailed by accountants, but they want the government to bring it forward. Certainly, currently, a person receiving a backdated ACC lump sum payment is taxed in the year that it's received and at their marginal tax rate. Chartered accountants Australia and New Zealand says people have more of their income unfairly taxed. Its tax leader, John Cuthbertson, says the government proposal to tax lump sum ACC payments at the person's average tax rate over four years is much fairer. But he says the proposal will only apply to payments made from April next year, which he says is cruel. At the moment, that's the way the legislation is drafted, and we think uh, that's just a perverse outcome. I mean, you're better off if you know this, and most people won't, to actually delay responding to uh, to ACC and hope for the best that you receive your payment post 1 April next year, which is just not realistic because, you know, people will want their money as soon as they can. 
That's John Cuthbertson of Chartered Accountants Australia and New Zealand. Investors on the Sharesy's online trading platform are more upbeat and increasing the amount that they're putting into markets. It's analysed the activity of its half million subscribers, whether they're buying and selling, how much and what types of investments they're favouring. Investing confidence has bounced back from its record low in March. It's just back to the level it was since September, in September last year. Sharesy's co-founder and chief executive, Brooke Roberts, says investors seem to be in a more bullish mood as they chase a variety of products. We're still seeing great enthusiasm for exchange-traded funds, other managed funds on our platform, and, and some of the companies we know and love. It is a, a bit more of a skew towards industrial, but in terms of the funds on our platform, the US Top 500, New Zealand Top 50, Global Responsibility Funds are the ones that we see consistently within the top five. Brooke Roberts says among the favoured stocks are Air New Zealand, Tesla, Apple, Auckland Airport and Main Freight. Well, we're not having our live market report today from the broker, given the change format uh, today. So here's a, a slimmed down market report for you. Local share market top 50 index opened uh, soft, but it's trimmed its early losses. Currently up 7 points, 11,952. Among the bigger moves, Auckland Airport, Genesis Energy, Napier Port, which has given an update on trading, the Livestock Improvement uh, Corporation, as we were just hearing, and TNG Global, which is the fresh produce company. On the way down, only slightly though, Main Freight, F- uh, Fish and Paykel Healthcare, Vulcan Steel, and Raycon. Australia's 200 index has opened positively, uh, up 38 points, about half a percent a few minutes ago. The New Zealand dollar, 62.7 US cents, 92.4 Australian, 48.4 British pence, 0.559 euro, 87.4 yen and 4.53 yuan. 90-day bills are 5.65%, 10-year bonds at 4.53%. Brent crude oil steady at $79.50 US a barrel and gold at $1,977 US dollars an ounce. And as I was just mentioning there, Napier Port has reinstated its full year earnings guidance after previously withdrawing it because of Cyclone Gabrielle. The port says underlying earnings expected to be 34 or between 34.5 and $36.5 million for the year ending September. That's down from the previous guidance of 42 to $48 million. And jewellery company Michael Hill is expecting full-year underlying earnings to be between 56 and $59 million. That's down a tad on the $63 million a year ago. We'll update those, update those numbers and the news for you at around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kira.